This is a Healthier Michigan podcast, episode two. Coming up, we discuss the difference between macronutrients and micronutrients, and how do we get a healthy balance of both from the food groups? Welcome to a Healthier Michigan podcast. This is dedicated to navigating a space through our health and well-being. We're going to give you small, healthy habits, things that will stick, that you can practice, and that you can start implementing right now. I'm your host, Chuck Gatica. Each week, we're going to sit down with a certified health expert from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, and we'll cover topics like we are now nutrition. In future episodes, well-being, stress reduction, we've got the experts of the experts with us. And on this episode, uh, nothing different there. We'll be getting into, again, macro, micronutrients, five food groups. Did you know there are only five? And ketchup is in there somehow. It's not its own group, right, Grace? Grace DeRosha is back with us. She is a registered dietitian, certified health coach, and she is a blogger right on A Healthier Michigan, so we're glad of that. She's also a, a certified expert with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan now for several years, and she is a lover of food and a lover of life, exclamation point. <laughs> there you go. And an MSU grad. A yes, very go proud, green. Yes, yes, go green grad. How are you? Doing well. How are yeah, you? Yeah, a lot of great stuff in episode one. Yes. And so yeah. this is really rolling along. And today you're going to give us a little science, a little something, something with numbers that we can all get our minds around the science. I don't even know the difference between macro, micronutrients. Yeah. So what's interesting is with so many different diets out there, there is a lot of talk of different macronutrients. Mm -hmm. Macronutrients are carbohydrates, fat, and protein. Okay. They're the things in food that actually give us energy and calories. So this is a quick, this is a quick version. Then micronutrients are our vitamins and minerals, antioxidants, water, the fiber even. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that don't necessarily give us calories, but add a good nutrient dense punch to our food. So it seems to me, as I hear what you're saying, vitamins, minerals, uh, you know, antioxidants, we used to, maybe we still can, get all of those things by just eating a little more spinach and the blueberries and the this and the, you know, the darker red berries and have an apple. And now it seems like there's special water I've got to get to get, you know, and I've got to have the vitamins that I'm buying. Yes. Do we need to concentrate that much on the micronutrients as supplemental or can we start to adjust our diets to help us out? I'm glad you brought that up. So supplements vitamin supplements, uh -huh. mineral supplements are called supplements because they would be supplementing the diet. Okay. And I realize no one eats perfectly. Yeah. Right. So you might need a little help in certain areas. Uh, I think vitamin D is a good example of that because vitamin D, most of that we get from the sun mm -hmm. and there's not as many foods that have it. So and going for a good healthy walk on a day like this that we're recording yes, is a great idea. Exactly. Yeah. Because our bodies can make that vitamin D then from the sun. Mm -hmm. um, but we just know that a lot of people are lacking in their vitamin D. So that might be a supplement you need. But again, you should see your doctor to kind of figure out what you might be lacking in. And then maybe adding some of those dense foods with all that nutrition into your diet. So you might not need to take the vitamin supplement pill. I think back to my grandfather on my mom's side and every single sit-down dinner we ever had at his house, his salad would today look like a picture on the cover of a magazine because he had fresh radishes from in the yard. Yes, love and that. And he had peppers from in the yard and leaf lettuce, you know. But I would look at his salad and I think back and I thought, 
I don't even know anybody who eats a radish anymore. I don't I, I don't go out of my way. Do you? Yes, I love radishes. But see, that stuff that he would just do intuitively, mm-hmm. or that's the way he was brought up. Yes. He was getting a lot more stuff sometimes than we get today. It's so funny that you bring that up. So I'm Filipino. Okay. And my parents came here from the Philippines. I, I was born and raised here. But when I was a kid for breakfast, and my mom to this day still doesn't understand. She's like, in America, it's dessert breakfast. But I used to have rice, brown rice, even white rice sometimes, but sometimes some fish or pickled vegetables Mm. as my breakfast. And when I was young, I didn't know any better. I was like, this is great. And I was talking about being fueled for the day as a child. Uh, And now, (laughs) and now, you know, you see muffins and donuts and pancakes and waffles and boxes of cereal. Yeah. All of these sweet, almost treats. And it's just funny how we could learn so much from different cultures about how to get a lot of colorful food into our diet. are you saying your Filipino upbringing, then the notion that you were balancing, am I getting this right? Macronutrients, the protein, the Mm -hmm. carbs, the, you know, the, 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 I guess it's fat Fat, in mm -hmm. even, but good fat in the fish, Mm -hmm. that that's part of the key of how to go through our day. Yes, absolutely. Hmm. And I think what is confusing to a lot of people is that we have food groups and then we have macro and micronutrients. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most food groups have almost every macronutrient in it. So if you think about vegetables, have um, obviously vitamins and minerals from the micronutrient side, have a little bit of carbs, even if they're non-starchy, there's a little bit of carbohydrate there. Sometimes there's a little bit of protein, not usually fat. Right. Um, but grains, for example, even your whole grains have carbohydrates have, you know, your beans and legumes, which have carbohydrates and heart-healthy fat and protein. Right, like black beans filled with protein. Yeah. Yeah. Chickpeas on my salad, whatever it might be. You know, those plant-based proteins also have some carbohydrates and some heart-healthy fat. So give me the, what what are the five food groups as we know them? Because fruit roll-ups, I don't think, are the (laughs) top of the list, right? Unfortunately, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Or or little donut holes. I'm sorry, I'm just saying. Yeah, so we have fruits. We have vegetables, Mm -hmm. we have grains, dairy, and then people would say meat or protein. Okay. And when we look at that, we hear all kinds of stuff. Over time, you'll see the craziest study that comes out that just last month, there was some other study that said we should eat more beef. And then this month, there's another study that says watch out for heart health. How do we find balance in our lives where everybody seems to have Maybe they're not trying to spin it for their own use. You know, if it comes from the cattle producers, I kind of understand why we need more beef. But, you know, if it's just coming out, how do we balance our lives and go through this world without having someone like you over for dinner every night to help us? I know. My friends always, I get texts all the time. Oh, yeah. With tons of different questions about, I just read this study about beef or about, what was the one? Uh, one I, a friend sent me was about vitamin D, just asking questions because it, it can be confusing. And I'm glad you brought that up. So I feel like research studies, you have to see who did the research study, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if it was ever replicated to get similar results, right? There's like seven different pillars of research. So, yeah. and being, and we're smart, right? We, we, at least we like to be smart human beings, like, like being smart about what you're reading and how it might be spun or be clickbaity, whether it's on the internet. That's one thing I always tell people, people tell me they, I Googled whatever, and now I know everything. So let me, <laughs> well, yeah, because we're all Google doctors somehow. Be careful right. about that or you'll have some strange wacky <laughs> yeah. thing, that, uh, you know. 
So take me through your day, because I, I wonder about the example. You are brought up in the, with this cultural influence on your breakfast. What has shifted for you, and how are you now moving through your day? What would be a good example of balance with the five food groups and the macro and micronutrients that would just give us a, a little yeah. example? Uh, well, so it's funny. On the way here, which I said don't eat in the car, but I wanted to make sure I got here on time, um, I had a quinoa egg bake. Okay. It, it's it's actually it's a recipe that I made up. Oh, so you made it. You didn't yeah. get it at Panera no. or somewhere. Okay. I made it. But what I did is I made a big batch of it. So this is the last couple pieces my husband and I had today for breakfast mm-hmm. because I made it on Sunday. And it had eggs in it. It had some cheese. I had spinach, tomatoes, green onion. Wow. Can we carpool? Yeah. That sounds really good. And the best part about this recipe, I'm, I'm giving myself a shout out so people should check it out on A Healthier Michigan. Yeah, we'll is post it, right? You don't, yeah, you don't have to cook the quinoa ahead of time. The quinoa cooks when you bake the whole thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you're getting your whole grains. Yeah. I'm getting protein from the eggs. I did put some cheese in there and then I put vegetables in. So it is important to have that balance with protein. So if you're just going for the, you know, the bagel or just toast and quick, got to put a little butter on it and go, well, where's the protein to balance that out, right? And I would say if you, let's say you didn't have time and you did Mm -hmm. want the bagel, then maybe make a conscious effort then at lunch to get some protein in and some vegetables in or whatever it might be. Yeah. Because we can't be perfect. It was actually good that you asked me that today because I did have <laughs> yeah, a really that I didn't solid, catch you good, with, perfect yeah. breakfast. Right. And then for lunch and dinner, are you sort of planning your life the same way? Because you, you're an inspiration to me, so I'm sure to others as well who are listening. Yes. We're going to definitely extensively talk about meal planning, but I do like to meal plan. And I think one, one of the things is I do think about food all the time. Yeah. So I'm always thinking. Well, it's your job, right? <laughs> yeah. For me, it's just a dysfunctional thing I deal with. It's, you know, I'm trying to get past the diet to the life lifestyle change. We talked about that in episode one. It's not just a diet. You start and then I'm going to end it in a week because right. really, if especially if you struggle with that notion, you've got to make this part of your lifestyle. Yeah. And I think if people take a step back to look at the different food groups and where they're getting more of certain things mm-hmm. and less of others, how to incorporate that. I know we play this game at my home, eat the rainbow And so it's almost Mm -hmm. a competition between my husband and I and the kids are in it now. Like who can eat the most colors that day? Because those vitamins... not just at one sitting, you mean through the day. Mm -hmm. Those vitamins, those minerals, those antioxidants. You you cannot get antioxidants except in the fruit and vegetables and whole grains itself. Yeah. That doesn't come in a supplemental pill. Yeah. That's great. And that's a great game for the kids. I mean, with a three and a half and a six-year-old. Yes. I mean, that's fun. Even though my husband st- tries to steal the blueberries all the time, he does. And Chuck, he'll text me. He'll be like, did you get any, any blue in today? Uh, and, and there's I'm none like, left? Yeah, I'm like, no, because you took the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. So when we hear this idea of other diets, heavy on protein, heavy on carbs, what I'm hearing you say, maybe without even saying it, is that the balance is just as important through your day Right? And these macronutrients? Yes. Am I right? Yes, absolutely. And I think what people need to look at too is do they feel satisfied? Mm. I just looked at um, a girl sent me a food log the other day and she's on a diet, but there's the diet that she's on doesn't allow her to have fruits and vegetables. And we can talk about that a little bit more, but she's on a ketogenic diet. Oh yeah. Okay. And we're going to, I know we're going to dive into that, I think in the next episode, but I'm literally looking at this, Chuck. She's mm-hmm. eating like almost 3,000 calories a day because she has so much fat in her diet. And I, the first thing I asked her is, how do you feel? 
And she said, well, I feel like I'm losing weight. And I said, right. no, but how do you feel? Mm-hmm. She's like, I, in the, the summer right now, I just want some watermelon. Yeah. And I was like, then have some watermelon. Yeah. You know, I, I mean. But you know, it does work for that. For, for some people I've seen it work and then I don't know what happens after I've seen it work. I mean, I used to hang out with a guy, work with a guy who one day, all I saw him eating were Slim Jims all day. I said, what are you doing? Oh, I'm on a diet like that. And I'm, I'm taking off pounds. And I just, I never saw the after, like when he stopped, what the spring back could have been the day he, he went and said, I need a potato. <laughs> I mean, right, you know, exactly. Yeah. I need, I need a slice of whole wheat bread. Yeah. yeah. All right. So how, how do we look at this other idea? Any other practical tips we can, you know, news you can use for all of us who are just trying to get through our days with this idea of balancing macro and micronutrients and the five food groups? So I would tell people if you're not choosing whole foods, which obviously in a perfect world, we're eating whole foods all the time and not having to read a food label Mm -hmm. is to, if you are having something where you need to read a food label, be conscious of the serving size and what the impact of that food label actually means, right? So if you're having a can of soup and it might say one serving is half a cup, but there's four servings in this can of soup. Yeah. Be very aware of what the impact of that could be. See, and I'm using an app now. So I actually have, outside of my wife, who is the boss of me, I'll just say it, <laughs> um, you know, is I have some something I'm now responsible to. I mean, I really am tracking. And it's got a scanner. So I just go to the barcode, big, and bada bing, bada boom. It's telling me most of the time it's not off. What yeah, I love those apps. I love, I love the accountability and the insight it can give you on your day. Because a lot of people don't realize... I'm low in heart healthy fat or I'm low in fiber. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why I'm not, you know, maybe that's why I'm not regular. Maybe that's why my stomach is hurting. Interesting. And you know, it sends me little notes. Like I'll get this little message. It's like a push notification. I've noticed, like it's actually uh-huh, a person. I've noticed that the days you eat bananas, you tend to stay truer to your plan. Isn't that And I'm funny? like, how did you know that? Well, it's just looking at the history of the past seven, eight I months. Lo- I love that it's calling you out. <laughs> well, it is. Yeah. You know what? And it does do that. It, it will say you didn't register your breakfast this morning. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to do that. Right. Okay. Well, I think another important part of like the vitamins and minerals in our fruits and vegetables and micronutrients, and we've talked about this too, Uh, we talked about this off air is being hydrated and avoiding dehydration. So when it comes to being hydrated, 80% of that is supposed to come from water and our liquids that we drink, but 20% of that comes from food. Mm -hmm. And because our produce that we're consuming has a lot of minerals that can help stabilize what that looks like as far as hydration goes in our body and help combat different things. If we're getting too much sodium or not enough sodium, allowing that to happen, having those fruits and vegetables to help with hydration for young kids and for seniors and well, for all of us, really. Yeah. And do we have to get special water? I mean, outside of the fact that you want it to be filtered, right? So maybe you have a thing in your fridge or maybe you've got, you know, something else that helps you with that process. But short of that, do I need to have vitamins or minerals or you know, other essentials in my water or just water? Because it's again, it's coming back to being a supplement. So if you are eating your fruits and vegetables, you know, they say at least five a day, but we know with research, it shows if you're getting closer to nine servings a day, you are fighting off chronic conditions like type two diabetes, Mm. hypertension, cancers. So, yeah. And, you know, uh, as we still hold on to some warm weather, 
Uh, is it possible that you can have any more fun than going to your local farmer's market? And if you've never gotten into it, just take the step. It's not yes. just for the cool or the trendy or the farmers. Right. It's really fun to just walk around and see the stuff and, and look at the colors. And you're talking about the rainbow. It's all there. Yes. And I feel like they farmers can provide so much information to us about how to start our own garden. Ah. I had to talk to one about making sure the deer were, wasn't eating all my zucchini. Are you growing stuff? Oh, yeah. 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 What do you grow? Uh, we have zucchini, we have eggplant, we have bell peppers, we have lots of herbs. I have butternut squash, garlic. I think I'm missing something. Spinach. Okay. Tomatoes, duh. So my uh, my sister and brother-in-law don't have the kind of yard that they would want to grow. So they're, they're in Livonia. I didn't know this. Like mm-hmm. 8 Mile in Farmington or 8 Mile in mm-hmm. Middlebelt. There's a plot of land that belongs to the city, and I think it's like 30 bucks a year, and he gets the entire garden yes. for himself, and then he's able to work it, and there are a bunch of other people. Then they have this little group meeting, and they exchange produce, and I thought, what a brilliant idea. Yeah, community gardens. It's funny because in Europe, I think it's Sweden, what people do is they talk to their neighbors, they check the pH of their soil to see what would be would best grow in their garden, and then grow only all of that. And then everyone has their own, and then they sh- they share. Oh, swap. interesting! Very cool. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. If only. Well, I'm inspired, and we <laughs> and I like zucchini. I'm just saying, maybe for the next episode, Grace. I'm just planting a <laughs> seed. Get it? Ah. Uh, Listen, we're glad you're with us. This is a Healthier Michigan podcast brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. If you like the show, you want to know more, uh, Grace is going to be posting things right here as well. Here comes the web domain. It's ahealthiermichigan.org slash podcast. You can leave us a review or a rating on iTunes or Stitcher. You can get all the episodes on your smartphone or on your tablet. And you uh, can subscribe to us if you'd like on Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcast app. Go back to Stitcher. Join us next week. We'll continue this conversation with Grace, and we're going to talk about something that we actually first episode and even the second episode we've talked about a bit, why diets, maybe it's just the word, but why diets don't seem to work. You relate to that? We'll see you next time.